Thanks for listening to the Roman Circus Podcast mini episode. Our um, first ever sideshow. That's right. I'm Matt Baker, Zach Mabry. You can tweet us at Roman Circus Pod. I'm at Hey, it's Matt Baker. Zach is at Zach Mabry, Z A C Mabry. Email us podcast at romancircusblog.com. Find us on iTunes, rate and review us if you want. You can also find us on Podbean, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play. All right, Zach, most important question, is this a .5 episode or is this a whole... So we just had episode 8. Is this 8.5 or is this 9? I've been anxious about this for a while, about the the numerology that we'll have to apply to this. Oh, and hey, no numerology here, fella. Yeah, so uh, well, we'll just have to talk about that off air. I don't want the people <laughs> to hear us fight. Uh, <laughs> not in front of the children. Ember days. Wait, what was the conclusion? Did we? Is it point five or is it a full thing? Honestly, it's going to take us longer than this episode. I think decide. it's a point five. But that doesn't make sense. It's going to be fifteen minutes, and our episodes are an hour. Okay, so maybe. Okay, we'll judge what it is based on how long it is. Ember days. That's what we're talking about in this mini episode. Yes. Ember days. Ember weeks even. What are they? Where did they come from? And when are they? We're going to answer those questions. We can only scratch the surface because we've set a time limit of less than, I don't know, a year that you could spend going into these. So (laughs) we will do our best to hit all the high points and leave you with many things to reflect upon uh, when when you find the time. Okay, so Ember Days are the days at the beginning of the seasons ordered by the church as days of fasting and abstinence. That's a that's a quick quick definition. You want to add anything to that? Yes, they're they're the yeah they're at the beginning of each season. They're Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday are the sort of proper Ember Days, and so the week that you find those in is the Ember Week. Mm-hmm. Um. So they, they do move a little bit each year because there's been, uh, there's the first ones in Advent, then there's one in Lent, then there's one uh, at the beginning, you know, right immediately following Pentecost, and then there's one uh, later on in the time after Pentecost. So, right, so these fall basically in winter, spring, summer, and autumn. Yes. Like in the, every, you know, every season. Yes, and, you know, being in Texas, we just sort of have summer and winter and and like light summer, so, but... <laughs> summer point five? Basically. Yeah. There are, uh, yes, yeah, so they, they match the four seasons. It's very natural. Um, you know, a lot of people in most of the world actually are more exposed to the seasons. They're not, you know, just constantly inside of a uh, climate-controlled bubble, so uh, they they do have a lot of, you know, meaning on a practical level for for those people um right so i'm gonna that's really the what sorry that's really the what isn't it yeah well i'm gonna steal this i was looking at uh fisheaters.com has a page on it i can link to it but it says these times are spent fasting and partially abstaining in penance and with the intention of thanking God for the gifts he gives us in nature and beseeching him for the discipline to use them in moderation. Yeah, it's like a, a baby Lent for the three that are not in Lent. 
Um, and because we know that fasting is a virtue, it's something that's got to be repeated. You could never develop the virtue of fasting if, you know, just for example, you only did it twice a year. Right. Um, you would you would never have that virtue. So um, that's why the church gives us the opportunity to have Ember Days uh, to to take up fasting seasonally, as well as uh, you know the great season of fasting that we're in now, uh, Lent. Sure. Okay. So, where did they start? How did Ember well, Days all, get their beginning? All the way back in the negative years, or you could call them the BC years. Yeah. There was the Jewish practice of fasting twice per week on Tuesday and Thursday was when uh, the Jews would fast. And after the time of Christ, what the um, the post-Messianic Jews, the Christians, what they uh, did is transition the day. So similar to the Sabbath having been on Saturday, and now we have the day of the Lord on Sunday, mm-hmm. um, fasting moved to Wednesday, the day that our Lord was betrayed, and Friday, the day that our Lord was uh, was crucified, and um, you know this was more regular than we would even expect now. And then to sort of cap the the special time of the Ember Days, Saturday was the last day, and that's where you got the structure of Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, and then. Uh, observing these as sort of ember days, qua ember days, uh, definitely goes back to um, at least the 5th century. So that would be the, the years that start in 4. And then the the dates, the fixed time that we do it, that was settled by St. Gregory the seventh right. in the 12th century. So the... I think these are 11, 11th century. He was 11th century? Yeah, he was 1073 to 1085. Oh, okay. Wow. Well, so they're even older than I thought. So they're nearly sorry to, a thousand sorry to years break old. Your flow there. But that's even better. That's more exciting. So they're nearly a thousand years old. So by yeah. joining into the Ember Days, you're um, you're you're participating in something in union with with Catholics going back a thousand years. Actually, they're almost old enough to be uh, before any of the the big splits. So right um, is everybody. And then um, obviously they they did exist in a certain sense. Uh, back to the fifth century, and then of course back to biblical Judaism, the the religion that existed from the time of time of Abraham until uh, the fall of the temple. So um, you're you're definitely in good company by observing the Ember Days. Um, you know, out of responsibility, I should add that they're not binding on pain of sin. So if you um, decide, nah, I'm not going to fast because psh, who cares? You <laughs> are not guilty of of any sins necessarily. At least not any sins as far as, you know, disobeying that. If you sure, eat stolen but, food, but, you know, we, we assuming that everything else is in line, no sin. Right. Well, we should not, we should look to not sin, but we also shouldn't choose to not do something because it wouldn't be a sin to not do it. That's a lot of negatives. Is that a triple or a quadruple negative there in that sentence? Anyway. We, we shouldn't, yeah, somebody count that and... And send us your answer, and you will get a prize. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, because we're you know not sinning is, is um, you don't really you know you can't sin, so not sinning is really just you know fulfilling that, and you, obviously there's no bonus points for not sinning, right? Um, but <laughs> yeah, so this is a great um, virtue. It goes back, yeah, basically forever, um, and the the readings are very 
uh, are very wonderful on the Ember Days. There will be extra readings at Mass on those days if you can make it to daily Mass. And um, they're not extra Gospels, so you're not going to be standing. So, I mean, hey. Uh, <laughs> we you know, During Lent, we reserve all our standing for Palm Sunday, basically. That's, yeah. That's when we have to do the extra standing. Oh, that is. That is so long. I'm already nervous. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's funny because, like, you stand for that length of time constantly, but it feels long on Palm Sunday. And right. we said no tangents, and here we are. That's all right. Um, that's true. Uh, uh, yeah, so it's during, like, the lessons, and so it's sort of different by parish whether you kneel during the epistle or sit, but it, you're not standing, so go ahead. Um, and then... Yeah, so that's that's some of the history. The other thing that's common on Ember Days is ordinations on the Saturday, and so part of it is fasting for vocations. And so oh, okay. um, many parts of the church now could use more priests, and more priests, uh, as a rule, is better than less priests. So uh, you can also sort of use your, your fast and offer your intention for um, an increase in vocations to the priesthood. Um, Obviously, we know from uh, St. John Bosco that only um, a third of people are called to priesthood and religious life. Most people are called to marriage. But um, if that third doesn't recognize their calling, then, you know, they'll be even less. And that's kind of the situation we're in now, which is, you know, we've got a got a remedy. So um, that's a good intention to have during the Ember Days. Well, that that's something I didn't know, but I... I like it. That's also why we don't have a third person on this podcast is because since you and I aren't priests, we can't have a third one who's not a priest because that would be breaking the one-third rule. Yes, yes, that's 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 exactly why. That's exactly. We don't have <laughs> That's why yes. Um no, that's funny. Um thank you. Yeah. So so those are your ember days. Um the that's the history of these special times of prayer and fasting four times a year on a Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. We've seen that they go all the way back to biblical Judaism and that they're a time to thank God for the gifts that we have by using them in moderation. There you go. Should we tell them when they are? Didn't I thought, I thought we already did, but we can we can close on that recap. So for 2018... Oh, you're given the actual dates. Gotcha. Oh, yes, yes. Okay, pencils ready, class. <laughs> um, yes, uh, or or put these into your electronic calendar. Maybe we'll, you know, invite, send me a calendar invite because I might forget. But um, the first set for 2018 uh, are the Lenten Embertide is the, the word you can use. So the Lenten Embertide is next week, so Wednesday the 21st. And then Friday and Saturday, the 23rd and 24th, are your Ember Days. Uh, the next Ember Days mm-hmm. are in May. They're the week that begins with Pentecost Sunday, or Whit Sunday. Um, so Wednesday, the 23rd of May, as well as the 25th and the 26th. September is your Michael Mass Ember Tide, because they take place around the time of the Feast of St. Michael. That's your Wednesday, the 19th. Friday the 21st, Saturday the 22nd of September. And then finally your Lent or your Advent Ember Ember Tide, which is in December. Those will be on 
December 19th, December 21st, and December 22nd. Um, obviously, if you go to Mass, you'll uh, you'll notice that that there's extra reading, and um, if you if you can understand Latin, you'll you'll hear what the readings are, or you can follow along in a hand missile. Um, but you know, we we would if you want to participate, and maybe you've already you know gorged yourself on Doritos before Mass. Yes. Hopefully, you know, a few hours before Mass, so that you can receive our Lord uh, in his in his physical presence and communion. Um, you know. To be able to fast, you want to start at the morning. So knowing the dates ahead of time is a great way to do that. Um, tell us how to fast according to a liturgical fast, Matt. That would be one meal and two snacks or collations, as you like to call them, because that's what they're called. So basically, you have your meal and the other two snacks do not combine to be the total of the meal. And usually, does the meal usually fall after sundown? Well, or you can ha- you no... can kind of have it whenever you want, but it can only be one. Yes, yeah. Listen to our next full episode because I'm going to give a brief Lent update. But uh, yes, the time is not fixed on the meal uh, at you know at this time in history. Right. Once upon a time, it might be different, but uh, and then you said partially abstain. That means you can have meat. All right. Can you have meat? Like, can I do like a, a handful of Slim Jim's beef jerky for one of my snacks and then a hamburger for my main meal and then... No, it means you can have meat for one of the meals. Boom. For the meal. And okay. not, the sna- not the collations. Okay. So on the Wednesday and Saturday, you can have at your meal, let's say, a delicious... A delicious feast from In-N-Out Burger that contains within it the the remains of a delicious cow. Um, but then on the Friday, when you know Friday is going to be abstinence year-round, except after Thanksgiving, uh, after Easter, and if if a feast falls on it, um, you would you would not have meat, but you could still have fish. Sure, your your salmon. Yeah. I've read bad things about tilapia, fam, so no sin, but I don't <laughs> recommend tilapia. Um, free diet tips for all listeners of the Roman Circus podcast. Sweet. Um, all right. So that's that's what you do. Four times a year, kicking off the seasons with some penance and thanksgiving for the gifts that we have and for priests. We unite ourselves with thousands of years of the people of God by fasting according to the rites of the church and partially abstaining except on Friday when we all the way abstain. Okay. All right. Yes. No, we, um, these are the, uh, the great times where it's fun to be Catholic and your coworkers will be like, that's so weird. What are you doing? And you say, well, I'm partially abstaining and they'll say, huh? Um, and then you can, you can turn them all Catholic by just explaining this to them one time. So, uh, best of luck. And we hope you'll join us in fasting Next week for Ember Weeks, kicking it off Wednesday, uh, tweet at us since you won't be eating. And Matt will send me a screenshot since I'm not on Twitter right now. Uh, and we'll, uh, we'll look forward to uh, taking this Ember Tide journey together with all of you, our listeners. Mm-hmm.